DJ and PK brought to you in part by Jerry Signer Cadillac. They're bringing you hot takes or toes. Check out the bold new lineup of Jerry Signer Cadillac. It's definitely not your grandpa's Cadillac. All right, NBA trade deadline is now in the rearview mirror. What did you make of the flurry of NBA trades? Honestly, PK, not much. The Clippers raised an eyebrow and the Nuggets improved themselves, but how much? And that was my big takeaway. Well, I think on a smaller market team like Orlando, uh, is this the way to go? And so they're all in. They jumped all in. It was bold. And it's like the Houston Astros did it. And we it's put aside the cheating because, uh, you know, the cheating was there and that maybe got them over the top, whatever. But the process and the formula – is that the way to go to build your franchise? And the Jazz have done this, and we can recall not skipping steps. This is what we're going to do, blah, 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 and develop guys. You talk about developing guys. So it is fascinating to see when a team dives into it because it's a bold move. And is that the way to go if you're – not one of these glamour franchises. And you look at the Jazz, and you have to have internal development. And they get this Matt Thomas kid. I don't know jack about him. I don't know what's going to happen with him. But if I step back, you know, I didn't know jack about Royce O'Neal. I mean, I knew he started, uh, went to, I looked it up, and he obviously finished with Baylor, which is more of a prominent program. But I think he started over there in Denver and then transferred. And when they picked up Joe Ingles, I didn't bat an eyelash. Uh, and you know I could go on and on. And so these guys were developed, right? And I think that somebody like a like a Rudy Gobert and a Donovan Mitchell, they clearly were developed. But I think the big thing with those guys is they were identified, right? The Jazz went out and acquired these guys. We know that the workouts that they had with Mitchell, they loved them. And the same thing with Gobert. And we were told, you know, after the fact that when they let guys in to watch the Gobert workout, if somebody said anything, Dennis was going to fire him on the spot, blah, blah, blah. So they identified talent. And then those players, they developed too, for sure. But you look at an Ingles, a Royce O'Neal, uh, who who are these dudes, right? You knew nobody batted an eyelash there, but they went and developed them, and that's what the Orlando Magic are going to have to do. So I was captivated as I keep seeing every 15 minutes, it seemed like, oh, this guy's gone. Oh, that guy's gone. So I would go beyond the two trades that you just te- – the teams that you said and look at Orlando as a formula because I think that it's really good – for whatever sports league that you're in at the pro level. Because if it's done the right way, it doesn't matter where it's done. And the NBA takes a hit on that. You know, Locke likes to talk about, well, Mike Trout only bats four times. Okay, yeah, but that's why if you're a fan of that team, if you got somebody else who steps up and who knows who gets a hit. The Giants won World Series with... uh, dudes that you never heard of coming up and getting clutch hits and if you're a fan of that team who cares that it was not Buster uh, I was going to say Buster Olney but Buster Posey who didn't get the big hit you know what I mean you want your team to win so the point being that it goes beyond 
well, just do I have the one or two best players in the league, and then, boom, I'm going to go to the finals. And that becomes so predictable. So I'm going to be able to watch what the Magic are going to do going forward. It's going to take a while, you know, what, three or four years, I guess, maybe whatever timeline you want to assign to it. Because if they can do it, I think it really sends a strong message that anybody can do it if you do it the right way. Well, they should now plummet to the bottom. They weren't that far away from the bottom anyway. They've got one of, what, four or five worst records in the league right now. You know, when they, when Orlando's been good before, they plummeted to the bottom and then they've hit on high picks. You know, get the number one pick and get Shaq and get Penny and go to the finals. And Dwight Howard took them to another final. Those are their, their two big years. So if you feel like you're stuck in the middle, I mean, that's where the Jazz were when they decided, all right, let's uh, let's – change it you know we can get to the eight seed we can get six games over 500 but we're not going top four we're not going top two so let's tear everything down Orlando wasn't there's not that big a risk for Orlando there if you can't make the playoffs in the east and they're not even looking like they're going to get to the 10th spot they were names they were guys who were uh, high draft picks right I think it was less of a risk for the Jazz to do it because there were guys that had been around and weren't really going to go anywhere and they were they were a little bit older whereas to me the Lando guys I mean for Aaron Gordon I think he's still only like 25 years old seems like he's been around forever doesn't right seems like he should be 28 I will but I think he's pretty young still so I think that was bold for them and there they're a place where you know, we talk of the Sun Belt and a lot of people moving. You know, there's a lot of distraction of other stuff to do in Orlando. We're in Salt Lake City in the winter at night. There's not a lot of distraction, <laughs> <laughs> meaning so you're going to have a pretty good support just by opening up the doors. Now, I have not lived in Orlando, but, you know, living back east, everybody goes to Florida and whatnot, and you hear about that, and we know all the other attractions and the weather. Blum and the weather in the winter seems to be the best, better weather because it's not raining as much. And so it seems like this is a bold move for them. Well, they will start over, and we will see where they go. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter, David DJ James, Facebook, DJ and PK. What'd you make of the flurry of NBA trades? And Kyle says, why anyone would want Rondo on their team is a mystery to me. Well, Lakers had him on their team and won a championship. And it was mostly about LeBron, and it was something about AD, but Rondo got some credit too. A vet who's been there and played in the biggest games and is poised. Don't underestimate the value of that. Uh, He can be poised. He he can also do some stupid stuff. Uh, I mean, just the other day he was putting a ball in somebody's face, and we know he's had some issues there. He's had issues with coaches and whatnot. Uh, But, yeah, that was a bold move. That's a short-term thing that we'll see how it plays out and what he's going to do. Because, I mean, you talk about a veteran and poise. Well, they gave up a 34-year-old Lou Williams, so doesn't that cancel each other out? Wasn't Wasn't Lou Williams that guy? Yeah, and I think Lou Williams scared a lot of Jazz fans. They've seen him have big games against the Jazz. Now, you can say, hey, he's 34, he's slipping, and sure, he makes shots, but how many buckets does he give up at the other end of the floor? Uh, they may figure, we've got guys who can get buckets. Uh, we need someone who can, who can organize this. I mean, clearly that must be what they're thinking. Yeah, that was bold. The team I mean, that got— a 34 yeah. for a 35-year-old. 
The team that got the most applause here from Jazz fans in our uh, Facebook feed is a team that they don't really like to applaud, but Jason says, great pick for Denver while not giving up much. Brad says, Denver got a lot better. That'll make things interesting down the stretch. And Phil says, Denver, Miami, and Chicago won the day by a large margin. And Denver just getting uh, shout-outs up and down. Oh, here's another one. Uh, Ryan says, prior to the trades, Denver worried me a little. Now they scare me. I think I'd rather see either L.A. team in the playoffs than Denver. Ooh. That seems like a little overreaction, doesn't it? A healthy Laker team? Yeah. That scares me more than Denver. But I yes. guess the, the general point that Denver improved themselves, that seems to be the answer around the league. Reading stuff yesterday, watching stuff, listening to stuff. Denver was getting a lot of applause around the league, Jazz fans. Don't let the whatever hatred or jealousy or whatever of Denver get in the way. They pretty much say the same thing. I think that what they lacked, Aaron Gordon can provide, and that's why it was a good move for them that I would agree with that. I don't think Aaron Gordon is a superstar unto himself, but you know Jeff Hornacek wasn't a superstar, but they needed something, and they got it when the Jazz made that move. And I don't know that he'll have the impact that Jeff had because I don't know that the other guys at the top uh, can get them over the hump uh, as far as that goes, whereas in terms of getting the finals, Hornacek obviously helped them get get them for strong, get them there. But, yeah, I, I like what they did. I agree. Getting Gordon, plugging him in there, I'd imagine he wouldn't come off the bench maybe, I don't know, at the start, but I'd imagine he'd be playing 30 minutes once he's ready to go and understands what they want him to do that he's going to get major minutes, and he has the opportunity because he doesn't have to do a whole lot. You just got to do what he can do. So I like what they did too. He was a 14-point, uh, six-rebound, four-assist guy in Orlando. So you know, how many touches will he get and will he replicate those numbers? That all remains to be seen. But you're right, he is 25. He doesn't turn 26 till September. So plenty of upside. That, that's a move that's not just for this year. You know, When you start trading 34- and 35-year-old guys, you're talking about this summer. But with Gordon, uh, you know, they can look forward to seeing what he does down the road. Yeah. And he's got to be pumped because, you know, he's going to a team that's already got it going a little oh, bit. Oh, for so sure, yeah. He just climbed a bunch of games in the standings yeah. and pumped. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Utah football coach Kyle Whittingham coming up at the top of the hour.